0: SCP-7797 My Eyes Shall Watch Object Class Keter. Special Containment Procedures Following Incidents 7797-A and 7797-B, all known civilians and personnel that are confirmed to have been previously affected by SCP-7797 are to have their names and current residents listed in an encrypted document and should only be accessed by personnel with level five security clearance. Applied Task Force CHI 43, four Eyes, has been assigned as a permanent task force to SCP-7797 to handle the location and containment of SCP-7797 instances. Applied Task Force CHI 43 Surveillance Division is to monitor for any potential evidence of an instance of SCP-7797 appearing and establish the approximate time and place of the appearance. Once an instance has been confirmed and located, Protocol 7797-HORUS is to be immediately enacted. Procedure, 7797-HORUS. Overview. Procedure 7797-HORUS is the designated instructions for containing or neutralizing SCP-7797 while minimizing civilian exposure and should only be used by members of Applied Task Force CHI-43. Procedure 7797-HORUS should be initiated once an instance of SCP-7797 has been confirmed, the general location of the instance has been determined. Instructions Once the approximate location of an SCP-7797 instance has been determined, Applied Task Force CHI-43's field division is to travel to the location for neutralization. Aerial drone surveillance should be used to discern the exact location of an instance, and once found, a perimeter around the instance should be established under the guise of local government maintenance. Depending on the instance's substance, industrial paint remover or pressure washing should be used to remove the instance. If removal proves impossible, the surface that the instance is located on should be destroyed. Once the instance of SCP-7797 has been removed, medical records should be traced to identify any individuals that are or previously were affected by SCP-7797. Recorded individuals should be logged and provided with Class B amnestics. Addendum Following Incident 7797-B, contingency procedures for circumstances involving mass civilian exposure or difficulty in instance neutralization should be created and implemented as soon as possible to prevent future incidents. Description SCP-7797 is a cerulean ciracose-class cognitohazard that takes the form of an illustrated design resembling a stylized eye, with the design itself not appearing to reference any known hieroglyphics or historical designs. SCP-7797 is capable of manifesting in multiple forms of visual creation, such as graffiti, paper drawing, or painting, and with a variety of materials including acrylic or industrial paint, pen, colored pencil, and bodily fluids, with all known instances being various shades of red. SCP-7797 is self-replicating and can create instances of itself globally. Current understanding of SCP-7797 indicates that it replicates by subconsciously influencing individuals into creating an instance, while rendering the individual unaware of the mimetic effect. Research into details of the replication is still ongoing. Foundation attempts to recreate an instance of SCP-7797 have ended in failure, with the artificial design not possessing any of the anomalous characteristics SCP-7797 normally creates. SCP-7797's primary anomalous effect arises when an instance is directly viewed by a human. Once observed, the viewer will experience a short sensation of vertigo before subsiding and will subsequently be infected by SCP-7797. Humans affected by SCP-7797 will begin to suffer a series of anomalous symptoms and effects, with the length of these symptoms lasting from a few days to multiple weeks. The symptomology of those affected by SCP-7797 vary between individuals, with no discernible way to predict or prevent the potential effects. Additional research has shown that victims who were previously affected by SCP-7797 cannot be infected again when viewing SCP-7797. No known medication or treatment is able to diminish the effects of SCP-7797. Addendum. SCP-7797 Exposure Logs The following are a series of individuals who were affected by SCP-7797 and were utilized for testing purposes. Shortly after confirming exposure, the subjects were transported to the nearest accessible site and placed in a standard containment cell for monitoring until they no longer displayed symptoms. SCP-7797 Testing Log 1 Subject Adnan Patel, 51-year-old male. Results. After exposure, Patel reported to feel ill and was recorded to have a fever of 100.1 degree Fahrenheit for several days. Notes. Subject returned to normal health after a few days, except for a red discoloration of the iris not present before viewing SCP-7797. Subject was anesthetized and returned to original residence. SCP-7797 Exposure Log 2 Subject Suzu Yokiko 11-year-old female Results After exposure, Yokiko reported feelings of fatigue and congestion for multiple days, describing it as similar to having the flu. Notes Subject showed similar recovery to Patel, including the length of time taken to recover and the discoloration of the iris to a red shade, though less noticeable than Patel's. All tested subjects had a varying intensity of the discoloration, and research is now ongoing to use this knowledge to identify possible victims of SCP-7797. Subject was anesthetized and returned to original residence. SCP-7797 Exposure Log 3 Subject Brett Foster, 39-year-old male Results Upon initial viewing of SCP-7797, Foster began to suffer from short-term onset insomnia and reportedly was unable to sleep or rest for long periods of time. Subject also began to exhibit unusually paranoid tendencies and became hostile to any personnel who entered their cell. Subject continued to suffer from further mental disorders due to their lack of sleep, and any attempts at conversation between them and personnel were either ignored, met with incoherent speech, or assault attempts. Notes Foster eventually recovered from their symptoms after approximately a month and experienced a severe discoloration similar to the previous testing. Subject has claimed to not remember any of the time they experienced while under the influence of SCP-7797. Subject was anesthetized and returned to original residence. After further interview, it has been documented that after interaction with SCP-7797, Foster now possesses memories that do not correlate to their life with the subject claiming to have majored in biology at McGill University, despite having never been on the campus. Tests indicate that Foster does indeed possess knowledge of biology and the range of a college graduate. Research into this phenomenon is ongoing. SCP-7797 Exposure Log 4 Subject Michael Hallison, 44-year-old male Results Allison suffered extreme fatigue, muscle aching, and insomnia over the course of three weeks, leading to a large decline in mental and physical health during the testing. Subject reportedly experienced hallucinations, seeing disturbing imagery such as pulsing masses and bleeding eyes, as well as reportedly hearing auditory stimuli reminiscent of human voices. Subject was observed repeatedly attempting to draw on their desk, using their fingernails and redacted. When provided with adequate drawing materials, including a selection of multicolored pens and paper, footnote 1, the paper was originally a spare declassified documentation that was no longer required and posed little security risk, resulting in it being repurposed as scrap paper. Hallison created this image. The paper was discarded shortly after due to potential cognitohazard exposure, and the pens were removed from subject's possession after attempting to redact his eyes. Notes Subject eventually recovered in a fashion akin to Foster in two weeks and suffered from similar memory loss, specifically lacking any remembrance of their hallucinatory state and creation of the image above. Subject was anesthetized and returned to original residence. SCP-7797, Exposure Log, 5 Subject Carrie Catri 26-year-old female Results Khatri suffered from extreme migraines and nausea in early stages, as well as experiencing intense hallucinations and having extremely paranoid tendencies. During the later stages, subject would suffer from severe emesis, frequently expunging an unidentified black organic substance. Subject would leak blood from their facial orifices, which would reportedly cause intense pain and staining on the skin. Notes. Subject expired due to blood loss. First notable instance of anomalous symptoms and death resulted by SCP-7797. SCP-7797 Exposure Log 6. Subject. Carlos Gonzalez, 31-year-old male. Results. Gonzalez initially suffered from a shortness of breath and a mild fever while having difficulty sleeping. Subject did not report any mental abnormalities, however, occasionally suffered from amaurosis fugax. Footnote 2. Temporary blindness for short periods of time. Subject's condition worsened over time, experiencing chest pains and sudden coughing fits with their original symptoms continuing to escalate in severity. Notes. Subject experienced acute cardiac failure despite no known previous heart conditions. Subject expired. SCP-7797 Exposure Log 7. Subject. Molly Carpenter. 19-year-old female. Results, Carpenter did not appear to suffer from any physical symptoms, however exhibited paranoid and psychotic tendencies, such as refusing to talk to personnel, and was frequently recorded muttering incoherently when alone in their cell. Subject would also refuse to rest for unnaturally long periods of time, despite suffering from the lack of sleep. Notes, Subject recovered from all symptoms after three weeks, and experienced similar memory loss to Foster, with an inability to remember anything while experiencing the effects of SCP-7797. Upon interview, subject reported knowledge of data expunged that they did not previously possess. Use of C-Class amnestics were used on all witnesses of the interview, however it did not affect subject's memory of data expunged. Subject was subsequently terminated. SCP-7797 Incident Logs The following are a collection of documents recording events that are related to SCP-7797, which have been classified as Incident 7797-A and Incident 7797-B, respectively. Warning. Incident 7797-A is restricted to personnel with Level 5 security clearance or higher. Attempting to access this document without proper authorization will result in disciplinary action. Date. August 17, 2000, redacted. Location. Liverpool, England. Overview. Agents of Applied Task Force CHI-43 recovered surveillance footage of a person creating an instance of SCP-7797 on the back wall of a corporately owned building. Footnote 3. The instance was shortly tracked down and removed. The person in question was identified as Walter Vaughn, a 26-year-old male residing in Liverpool. Vaughn was immediately detained by Foundation agents for questioning, with a log accessible below. Interview Log Interviewee, Walter Vaughn Interviewer, Dr. Jebediah Bainsworth, Foundation Researcher, CIS Division Footnote 4, Cognito Hazard Identification and Suppression Forward Vaughn was temporarily subdued and transferred to a secure facility shortly after discovery. Vaughn was restrained and interrogated in interview chamber 0031B. Begin log. Vaughn, where the fuck am I? Bainsworth, calm down. You are currently being held in a secure location. If you cooperate with our questioning, we might be able to help you. Help me? You fuckers drugged me and dragged me down to God knows where. I have bloody rights. Not here, you don't. Vaughn pauses for a noticeable period of time. I- So what? You're just gonna kill me then? I already told you. We're here to question you. Nothing else. Would be a waste to drag you down here just to shoot you in the head. I don't want to keep you here any more than you do. And once we finish this up, I'll get you back to your normal life. If you don't lie to me. Well, that's just fantastic, isn't it? And what'll happen if I don't answer? (sighs) You misunderstand. This discussion isn't a necessity, it's a privilege for you. We have more efficient and painful, I might add, ways of learning what we need to know. This is just a courtesy. Christ. Okay, okay, fine. What happens if I do answer? Will you let me go? As I said, that depends on your answer. That's fine. Fine, can we just... Can we get started with the questions, so I can leave? Sure. Just answer me honestly, and we'll get you out of here. What is your name? Seriously? You don't know that already? This is for formal purposes. Well, yeah, but you guys probably know everything about me already. My name, birthday, what I had for fucking breakfast. Please just... Answer the question, sorry, Walter, Walter Vaughn. By the way, that was a trick question. I didn't have anything for breakfast this morning. Age, 26. Now, Mr. Vaughn, you've been charged with multiple counts of vandalism, amongst other things. I... yeah. How many charges? Oh god, I... I don't have a clue. Um, I want to say... five? Actually, it's six. Huh. Still don't understand why you're asking questions you already know the answer to. As I said, formalities. Next question. What were you doing on the 17th of August at 5.45pm? That was... Thursday. Yeah, not a clue. I had Subway for lunch if that helps. Bainsworth reveals a photo of a previous vandalization created by Vaughn. Do you recognize this? I... no. Don't lie to me, Mr. Vaughn. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. I made it a little while back. It was meant to be a badass octopus with fire coming out of its mouth and everything. Would have been wicked. Mm Mm-hmm. Bainsworth reveals a photo of SCP-7797. How about this? No. I told you already. Don't lie to me. You're terrible at it. I'm serious, I've never seen that in my life. I've seen ice stuff, sure, but nothing like that. So, you don't recognize this? Nope. Bainsworth pulls out his laptop, revealing footage of Vaughn creating SCP-7797. Then, what is this? Is that... me? Yes. Last Thursday. What the fuck? I don't remember that. The facial patterns match. That's you. I can guarantee it. Do you need eye drops? Vaughn is rubbing his eyes. No, I'm fine. Just allergies or something. Probably whatever weird-ass chemicals you keep here. Back to the topic. This is confirmed to be you creating this image, despite your denial. I need you to tell me why you created it. I told you I didn't fucking make it. That's gotta be someone else. Walter, I'm trying to help you here, but you're not making this easy. This is a matter of international security. I need you to, I didn't fucking make it, okay? I don't know where the footage came from. Maybe some dumbass with Photoshop tried to frame me. Maybe I did make it, and I'm an amnesiac, but I don't remember ever creating something like that. What's the big deal anyway? It's just some graffiti. You swear you had nothing to do with this. Yes. Okay. Okay. I trust you, Walter. But still, the evidence is hard to deny. You agree that this person does look like you, yes? I guess. Looks like me, that's for sure. Like I said, might be Photoshop or something. Christ, my eyes are killing me. Are you sure you don't want eye drops? Honestly, I could probably use some. All right, give me a second. I'll go ask. Sure. Not like I can go any- Bainsworth quickly turns around. What happened? Are you all right? Vaughn begins convulsing in his chair. A liquid substance, presumably blood, begins leaking from his eyes. Fuck! Fuck! Jesus fucking Christ! What did you do to me? Bainsworth turns to the station security guard. Get a medical team in here now! He turns back to Vaughn. Walter, are you okay? Are you in pain? Fucking Christ, yes, my eyes, they're burning. Vaughn begins harshly coughing. Blood continues to leak from his eyes. Jesus Christ, what's happening? Vaughn bends over and wretches out a black substance, later identified to match his DNA. Oh God, please, I, I. Vaughn suddenly stops convulsing and looks up at Bainsworth. His entire sclera and pupil now appear to be filled with blood. I... Mr. Vaughn, are you alright? Mr. Vaughn. Where is this? Vaughn's voice and inflections are noticeably different. I... What? Where is this? I've told you, you're in a secure facility. Now what is... I do not care for your cages. Release this. I... I can't do that. Who are you? You attempt to restrain me? What is this place? (laughs) I'm not telling you until you tell me what the hell you did with Vaughn. You... You restrict knowledge. From me. What? Yeah, I am. Tell me what you did to him. Whom? Vaughn. The person you're... in. This vessel. Christ, I... Vaughn begins looking around before fixating intensely on the Foundation logo on Bainsworth's coat. You're them. Bainsworth has begun backing away from Vaughn. What? You. Prevent the King's expansion. I. King? What king? Who are you? The one that shatters reality. The King of Scarlet Pain. Upon being alerted to the live recording of this phrase, the O5 Council immediately orders security towards the interrogation chamber and initiates a lockdown. I don't know who that is. Then you're even less significant than your superiors. How do you know who my superiors are? What in the fuck are you? You would not comprehend and I do not care to explain. Your consciousness is... limited, Jemadiah. Mine is whole. Bainsworth continues to back away from Vaught, who is now sitting at the table. What? How... How do you know who I am? You believe you are a savior, protecting against threats you barely comprehend. You are not. No, I... We are... We are protecting humanity. How do you know all this? Vaughn makes a high-pitched shrieking sound, causing Bainsworth to visually recoil. Slowing the audio reveals that it sounds similar to distorted laughter. Do not delude yourself. Bainsworth reaches the opposite wall and attempts to open the door. What the fuck? Why won't this open? Shit. Shit. Bainsworth attempts to open the door. Door keypad terminal. This facility is currently under lockdown due to a potential infohazard breach. No, 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 fuck, what the hell do you want? Knowledge. What? Why? And what the hell does that have to do with SCP 7797? My eyes allow me to see, to experience, to learn. I have missed much since I was gone, and I am weak. But those at Marks shall serve me well in regaining what I have lost. Marks? Who are the marked? Wait, fucking Christ, you mean the victims? What are you going to do to them? Currently, their numbers are not large enough for any meaningful change, but soon enough, they shall serve their next use. What use? What the hell are you going to do? Vaughn tilts his head slightly. This gone on too long. You will not stop me. Attempt to defeat me if you wish, though my initiatives do not fail. Your time shall end soon enough, and I shall watch." Vaughn stands from the chair. Bainsworth bangs on the door behind him. Is anyone out there? Help! I'm fucking trapped! He turns back to Vaughn. Vaughn pauses for a moment, then begins repeatedly smashing his head into the desk. Oh. Fuck. 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 Bainsworth runs over and attempts to restrain Vaughn. Walter, stop. Bainsworth is unable to restrict Vaughn as he continues to smash his head, though he begins to slow. A large dent has been made in his forehead, and he is bleeding profusely from multiple facial orifices. Foundation security personnel arrive outside the door, but are unable to enter. He's fucking killing himself. Walter, stop it. Bainsworth continues to attempt to restrict him to little avail. Vaughn begins slowing considerably, before eventually collapsing onto the ground, his blood pooling on the floor and table. Jesus fucking Christ. The lockdown in the facility is lifted, and the security team enters to escort Bainsworth as a medical dispatch is issued. End log. Closing statement. Walter Vaughn expired due to self-inflicted head trauma. All involved personnel were provided with Class A amnestics, and Incident 7797-A was subsequently reclassified to Level 5 clearance. Incident 7797-B Location Times Square, New York City, United States of America Overview On the 7th of October, an instance of SCP-7797 was discovered in Times Square, measuring at approximately 21 meters on the side of a residential building. It is currently unknown as to how the instance was created, as official security footage had been disabled the night before, and there are no confirmed eyewitnesses. The instance was up for approximately 35 minutes before Foundation personnel were alerted, and Applied Task Force CHI-43 was immediately sent for a mass quarantine to remove the instance, a process which took around an hour and required assistance from multiple other task forces. Approximately 5,000 civilian exposures to SCP-7797 have been confirmed, with Foundation analysts estimating at least 10,000 more unconfirmed exposures. Shortly after Incident 7797-B, SCP-7797's disruption class was promoted from Kinec to Eki. Proposal APW 7797 499 Initiator 0511 Description We've all seen the data. There's no use denying it. When Applied Task Force Chia 43 was founded eight months ago, some of them complained their job was too easy. There were only one or two instances a month, and they were, for the most part, inconspicuous, hidden in back alleys, or on the side of shipping containers. Then, The incidents happened. And no one is complaining now. Instances are showing up everywhere, and they're, for lack of a better word, more aggressive. Now, they're showing up on buildings, the sides of houses. We even found one on a scrap of paper in a school. The situation is alarming at best. We're up to six or seven instances a month, and in December, we had 15. And the trend is getting worse. Fatality rates in August were around 7%. And are now around 16. With how severe this is becoming, we need to seriously consider the possibility of a broken masquerade scenario. We are aware that there is an entity behind this, one we know almost nothing about. We know that it is powerful enough to create this cognito hazard. It has contact with the level entities, and that it wants knowledge. However, we have two advantages. The first is that this entity is supposedly weaker than it used to be. That's not much of a measurement considering we are still unaware of its full capabilities, but it is a start. The second one is that, based on our current assumptions, this entity exists outside of the noosphere, yet it is capable of entering it at will through a form of possession. That's why I am initiating this proposal. I've done some research in my spare time about SCP-7797. Based on current evidence, this entity seems to be capable of entering human consciousness and even taking control. Theoretically, it could be possible to set some of bait in the form of someone exposed to SCP-7797, then potentially trap the entity while it's occupying the bait's consciousness. How we'd actually contain it is hazy at best. I've discussed with some researchers and they've offered a solution. A modified containment cell that's designed to resist particle shifts from separate dimensions. A Faraday cage for the anomalous, if you will. We lure the entity into the host, trap it within the cell, and stop it from trying to escape. It's a thin solution, but it's a starting point. And it won't work without a team. I propose we assemble a private task force, dedicated to the sole purpose of capturing, interrogating, and neutralizing the entity behind SCP-7797. If the entity is as amnesian as it claims, and we do find a way to pacify it, the research and information potential is staggering, and can prove to be invaluable. We already know it's connected to other sentient entities of interest. We could use its knowledge to radically benefit our efforts. I've scouted out the current head of Applied Task Force chaya 43 Tyler Yamaguchi, as a potential candidate for spearheading this operation. And he seems like the ideal choice for the program. It wouldn't be a task force. It wouldn't even exist in the Foundation records. At least until they complete their mission. If they complete their mission. In all honesty, I don't entirely expect this to work. Despite the scraps of information we gained from the incident, we barely know anything about this entity. Not even its name it might as well be impossible to neutralize or even talk to it, like trying to kill a god. But it's a potential solution at the very least. And if we don't, seeing the exponential prevalence of the SCP, we may not have much time as it is. It seems like a waste to delegate resources to what is basically a snipe hunt, but we may not have a choice. Proposal. Designate a team made up of former veteran task force researchers to contain, interrogate, and eventually neutralize the entity behind SCP 7797. Resolution Approved. Thank you for listening to SCP 7797, My Eyes Shall Watch by Davy Boy. If you enjoyed this SCP, please like and subscribe, and follow the link in the description of the SCP Wiki, and vote to support it and the SCP Wiki as a whole.